Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Ryan Cooper. Just me on the intro today. This time we're talking with Nick Hanauer, who is an investor and entrepreneur, and Joan Walsh, who is the national affairs correspondent for The Nation, about their new book, Corporate Bullshit, Exposing the Lies and Half-Truths that Protect Profit, Power, and Wealth in America. Title is pretty self-explanatory, but, you know, talking about the rhetorical strategies of the right to prevent things like unionization, increasing the minimum wage, that sort of thing. We did unfortunately have a couple of audio problems on this episode, so so the quality will be a, a little shaky at spots, but uh, easily comprehensible, and next time we should have those ironed out. So sorry about that. Anyway, without any more uh, procrastination, let's get to our interview with Nick Hanauer and Joan Walsh right now. Joan Walsh and Nick Hanauer, uh, welcome to the program. Um, your book is called <clears throat> Corporate Bullshit. Um, you know, I like a nice punchy title myself. Uh, it, it's, it certainly doesn't beat around the bush, you know. We're not talking about some sort of uh, post-structuralist academic, you know, uh, piece of philosophy. Um, but can you, can you give us, a, you know, talk about maybe starting with you, Nick, uh, uh, give us a sort of like basic wrap of what you're talking about with the term corporate bullshit and maybe some examples, you know, from history, you've got some real juicy ones in there. Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, guys, thanks for having us on. It's really fun to get to chat with you. Uh, well, let me, let me, let me zoom out and just give you a tiny bit of context, uh, for where this thing came from. So both I, Joan, and our, our co-author, Donald Cohen, uh, are longtime activists uh, and have been pushing on a variety of issues to try to you know, create more justice in the world in our own ways. For me, uh, the sort of defining piece of work that taught me about this stuff was the $15 minimum wage, which we cooked up in 2012, a long time ago. And, and, and what was so interesting about that experience was that everywhere you turned, people would tell you, our opponents would tell us that if you raise the minimum wage, it would kill jobs and harm the very people we intended to help. And the thing about that is, is that 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 claim is not true. Uh, and there's no empirical evidence for it. And what was interesting is that over the span of time, more and more empirical evidence flowed in showing that that claim was not true. That in fact, when people are paid more, they buy more stuff and that's where jobs come from. Obviously, if nobody has any stuff, who, who, if nobody has any money, who will buy the stuff? And uh, in, in a moment of clarity, which should have come far earlier in my life, I realized that I was not in a contest over facts or truth. I was in a contest over money and power. Uh, and that the folks, my my opponents, weren't saying this was this thing about raising wages would kill jobs because it was true. They were saying it because it was the most effective thing they'd ever found to keep wages low and profits high. And it was really so. The really interesting thing about that claim is that the the Chamber of Commerce never, ever, ever, ever says the truth, which is screw you. We don't give a rip about you and your family. If your wages are low, our profits are high, and that's what we care about, right? Like, why do they never say that? Like, ever. And so I was. Ta- I have this great friend named uh, Molly Crockett, who um, is a neuroscientist and does research in um, human moral reasoning. And I was 
asked her about this because I, I found it really fascinating. She's like, oh, this is very, very simple. The most important element of human moral reasoning is intention. What do people intend? Which is why if you deliberately kill somebody, you go to jail. And if somebody jumps out of a jumps off a bridge and hits your car as you're driving by, you're you're you're, you're probably not going to be in in trouble, despite the fact that both people are equally dead. And and so when you realize that th that and you begin to zoom out a little bit, you realize that every objection that people make to increasing justice is some form of that thing, which is clothing antisocial goals in pro-social language. And as luck would have it, our colleague, uh, Don, had spent, uh, out of frustration, but the same thing, had spent a sabbatical um, in a library, I think the Library of Congress, digging up thousands of these damn quotes. <laughs> and he had arranged them in this sort of database. And he, you know, he kindly gifted that database to my team at Civic Ventures. And we didn't know what to do about it, do with it ra rather. But we finally realized that if you, if you show people these quotes way back in history, right? Like the, people have been saying the same things for hundreds of years. If you, if you give them that context, then it becomes so clear what these strategies are and why you shouldn't believe it in the future, right? It, it effectively inoculates you against future bullshit. And basically in every corner of the world, wherever people are trying to protect power and profit, they use these techniques. And so we were like, okay, the coolest thing ever would be to take all this stuff and turn it into effectively a coffee table book so that people can see these things and, um, uh, and respond you know, and, and, and understand what's happening to them, what, how these tricks work. And so we grabbed our friend Joan and together we marched off to try to, you know, for the good of the order, <laughs> try to let people know how this stuff works. And that's sort of the background of the book and all of us. Um, and Joan, you could, you should speak to your own experience have come up against these things time and time again in our work in every corner of, you know, policy and politics. That's the end of the preview folks. As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American prospect magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, you could subscribe at $5 a month. If you want that plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription, you can do that if you so wish at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.